Yeah, I think that'd be nice. Sounds good to me. Punchy in it, like my vocals, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> right, do you want to start off? Try to start off. Let's go. Do do the thing then, isn't it? What's happening, people? Welcome to the Tea Party Podcast, episode number seven. Yeah, it's seven. I keep thinking it's eight for some reason. Or as they say in Germany, sieben. They do. Don't watch that, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that? Are you alluding to the fact that I'm going to go to Germany soon to DJ? I'm practicing for when I get. So it is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's I right. am going to Germany soon to DJ. By the way, March fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. So Amir, what's good, man? Bro, what's Tea good with podcast? you, man? Back let's, here. let's do the niceties. My name is Amir Music. Yes, uh, I am Complexion. Also go by my government name of Zaman. Um, but as you like to say, fuck the government. Fuck the government. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Wait one second. Not even one minute in, and we've already sworn. Because <laughs> I don't get to swear on my show. That's what it is. <laughs> it's sometimes true. I just I, let it all out. Just let it all out. Just let it all out. So yeah, you can catch you on Twitter at Amir Music. Not you, the listeners, you, the guy I'm looking at. As in me, yeah. Double uh, A M I R Music. And you'll find me as at Complexion. Yeah, we should definitely work on this introduction thing, can't we? So we can ring it off quicker next time. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it feels good to be back. Haven't spoken to you in a while on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but we say this every single podcast. Every time. But every we're going to work on something now to do this a bit more regularly, aren't we? Yeah. Because we've had a little conversation, haven't we? We've had more than a conversation. <laughs> we had an argument. No, we, I'm joking, we didn't. But no, we've discussed that we're going to try to do at least monthly, aren't we? Yes, we okay. are. So, Definitely, 100%. Um, here it is in stone. But before we carry on, though, and do everything else, shout out to you guys for always listening and supporting. Uh, you Respect. showed a lot of love to the last podcast with Tim. Shout uh, out to Tim. I don't know if that's because you weren't there that they liked it so much. Probably was. Um, no, I don't think that no, you're a nice guy, man. Thanks. <laughs> Just take me from uh, up there to down there in seconds. But no, thank you to everyone who listens to that podcast. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but the podcast was recorded earlier on in the year. <laughs> and I kept that as an emergency one. And I thought, oh, we don't mention the date. It's fine. Yeah. When me and Amir can't do podcast, I'll put this out. Yeah. And then I've kind of realized that he was talking quite a lot about dates and yeah. times and stuff. But He's talking about the future. Yeah. yeah. See what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Tim uh, thank you so much for everyone listening to that podcast as yeah, well man. a lot of people really liked it really enjoyed it yeah. a lot of people hit me up and said like look I want to actually DJ full time mm. and that podcast has really helped which I which that's I love very good yeah, man no, so that I, is very that's good. all we want to do like this whole podcast like I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. can I say podcast anymore in a sentence before I, but I was, just say it one more time podcast <laughs> so there's other podcasts out there that do like I, the, you know, their whole thing is either gossiping or celebrity bullshit or this or that and we we try to kind of the reason me and Amir do this, I know fans of the show, you already know this, but for our new listeners, we do this because a lot of the times we get people hitting us up asking for advice mm -hmm. all the time. And mm -hmm. as much as I like to talk to each and every single one of you, sometimes it is difficult mm -hmm. to give detailed answers. So we're trying to collect our either stories or experiences. And again, we're not saying we know everything. Not at all. But we know quite a bit. Yeah. We know enough. We have people. enough experience. That's what it is. That's to right. kind of share um, what we've done and hopefully you can take from it and you can learn from it of course and you can um, and then maybe you can even do something amazing and tell us and be like see look what I've done you guys couldn't do this shit in five years I've done it in one year fuck exactly. you guys exactly your shit yeah but, which is true which if you move along that's fine, move along. That's fine. <laughs> no but that's the whole uh, general idea of the podcast so um, if you ever there's any questions you need asking anyone you think we should talk to feel free to hit us up talk to us um, the email address is Oh, we have one, don't we? But I forgot what it is. The you, Tea Party no, Podcast. I think it's a Tea Party Podcast at gmail.com. I think it is. If it's not, you can always hit us up on Twitter or on SoundCloud. That's totally cool. That's true. Yeah, so it's always People good. do that. So the niceties out of the way. Just get, let's get them gone. Uh, so, Amir, how was your Christmas and your New Year's? What have you been up to? Fan Dabby Dozy. Nice. Well, for Christmas and New Year, I took a break from 
my home, yeah. which is known as the studio. Right. Okay. And I became less of a studio rat <laughs> for that time. And uh, I went to Italy for Christmas. Nice. Whereabouts? I went to Tuscany. And I spent four or five days out there. Four or five. And I had a lovely time uh, being I can away. tell by the way you've, uh, you know, you stressed that lovely. Yeah. And you had a really good relaxing well, there time. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, and New Year's, uh, I was I was here. Uh, and I was at a house party with some friends. Nice. Turning up at a house party? Turning up with a ha- at a house party, not with a house party. Uh, okay, obviously, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turned up with a house party on my now, back. Now, was the house party just house music? It wasn't house music. It was a mere music because <laughs> I was DJing. What a dickhead. Because <laughs> uh, I was DJing. Oh, cool. Um, and it was a black tie event. <laughs> nice. Just what, so you know. Were you DJing with, with Caribbean you? food? <laughs> nice. Was it literally just party ideas? Just put ideas in a hat? And just, just pull pick up, up the can. random ones. Yeah, just pick up the yeah. random ones. And yeah. were you DJing with your lovely little plastic controller? Were you? I was, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I remember seeing your Facebook comment about I had a little rant ago. about this. Like, and just get it clear, if you haven't seen this rant, all I was saying was um, that you can do more with DJing. Don't just depend on controllers mm-hmm. and do more. But mm-hmm. a lot of people got offended because they yeah, thought they I was shitting on controller DJs. Yeah. In a way, I kind of am because yeah. I feel like controller DJing, controllism, it's cool, but I feel like if you want to do it properly, then get good equipment. And a lot of people of said course. to me, I can't afford it. But when I first got my turntables, which was like nearly 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I worked at McDonald's. Exactly. Now, nothing against working at McDonald's, but at the time I worked at McDonald's, I slaved behind the till point. I used to clean up, mop, all that kind of stuff just to get money to buy records and turntables. If I can do that, you can do the same now. Don't just spend 150, 200 pounds on a controller and then uh-huh. settle. That's Use true. it as a stepping stone. To I get definitely better. see that. Yeah, and th- that's what I say. So anyway, side note, sorry. Uh, so I actually side note I'm selling it for five pounds so <laughs> are you, you side note my side can, note you can take it yeah <laughs> side side note um, but yeah you know um, party was good party was fun I had a good old time man good man that's I, cool I'm not going to lie to you you know I, I enjoy taking breaks uh, who doesn't uh, pff, exactly I don't get to take them often but um, it was very good yeah um, so you yes Mr. Complexion yeah, I didn't do much um Tell me where you were for Christmas. Uh, Christmas, I was in Hong Kong. And tell me where you were for New Year's. Uh, some place called Perth. Yeah. So that would be in Australia. <laughs> yeah, in Australia. Australia. So I set off in a very mini uh, Asia and Australia tour mm-hmm. uh, about a week before Christmas. Um, so I DJed in Shanghai, Hong Kong, Singapore, and Perth. Was supposed to go to uh, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe even Japan was on the cards, but unfortunately it didn't work out. But it's all good though. So shout out to my boy Harry Kiri for making the, some of those things happen. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to lovely Sonia Bogle for organizing all the flights because she literally had notepads full of stuff. Crazy. Just like organizing times, dates, you know, making sure the connection flights were all good. Crazy. So she smashed it with that for me. Like that, if it wasn't for her, like, I don't know, I would have been stuck somewhere in the airport for like eight hours. I'm just like, I'm just like, whatever. I'll yeah. just do it day before. Yeah. You know, she was there working everything It takes some planning, that kind 100%. of stuff, 100%. So man. shout out to her for that. Also shout out to all the Haber Vibes crew from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. To Alex, uh, Frankie, Akash, um, and the rest of the boys. I think, I think there's Alex too. There's a Frankie too as well. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's, sh- a, there's always a two. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was it, those guys were dope. Shout out to Cody and the rest of the team at Le Baron in Shanghai. Nice. Uh, shout out to Dean and the Dark and the Wax Crew in Singapore. And shout out to no one in Perth because no one kind of helped me there. No one helped you. No one helped me there. But, but you know, you had friends across the hall from you. 
Oh yeah, sorry, of course. So across the hall from me, the hotel, it was only a Mr. Bloody Pusha T and Skepta staying ah, there. You know how it is, those guys. So, so it was kind of cool. So, you know, you know, it was good. DJing, Skepta on the lineup, Pusha T on the lineup. Nice. It was fun. It was nice, man. I enjoyed it. Perth was a little bit boring for me though. Okay. I think only because in Hong Kong, I was so used to this very late night lifestyle. Yeah. So I go into restaurants at like 10 p.m. Yeah, of course. You know, drinking yeah, tea at midnight, definitely. all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And, it's, and basically what I found with Hong Kong was it only sleeps for like an hour. So like between two and three a.m. or like three good. and four, it's quiet. Yeah, but up before and after it, it just gets busy. That's mad. You know what I mean? And I loved it. So I I want to basically move out to Hong Kong. Okay. I want. I love that place. The trains were amazing. The people were cool. The food was a bit special. Nice. Not, not in a. Uh, I want to say not in a good way because the food was good. Mm. But uh, I to not take risks. I was trying to eat vegetarian food. Right. So. Let me just put this out there now. I've now become a vegetarian because of my experience in Hong Kong. That's right. So what happened was I went to a dim sum place <laughs> and uh, I ordered, uh, I think, five vegetarian dishes. Yeah. All five of them had meat in them. Nice. Uh, so I opened up my little rice and it, it came in like a bamboo leaf. Use the chopsticks to move around. And I only see a bloody pig's ear looking at me whoa. from the rice. And I don't whoa. eat pork anyway. Yeah. So like, it made me feel a bit queasy. And then I had like, Chicken was just barely cooked. Mm. It was a bit slimy. It wasn't really for me. And then like um, these two uh, girls sitting next to me and uh, on the table. And uh, they were eating chicken feet, mm. which is a delicacy out there, mm. obviously, as I'm sure it is. But what I found kind of funny and off-putting was one of the girls was chewing on the chicken foot. So it looked like she had swallowed the whole chicken <laughs> and it's the, the foot is sticking out of her mouth. Just like proper trying, let me escape. It's like let me escape. cartoon. Yeah, no, it was crazy, man. But uh, yes, yeah, so I've gone off meat for a little while after the whole experience. But okay. otherwise, some of the uh, Buddhist restaurants I found was were just amazing. Nice. The food, incredible. Nice. But you know, I had a great time. DJed in Shanghai first. Uh, it was nice and cool there. Uh, people were a bit funny, a bit strange out there. They kind of, did look at me a little bit funny. Like I felt like a bit of an outsider there. Okay. I might've been a bit paranoid, but mm, maybe, but the club was dope. Um, I got to play things like Aha and Coldplay, um, oh. like Trinado, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, yes. All the DJs, they were really stupidly cool. Um, wow. Really nice. Um, what's crazy than the social media stuff works out there. Like no yes. Facebook, no Twitter. Oh yeah, Google. of course, because they're on lockdown. Yeah. So when I got there, it was really odd. It was just kind of like, um, what do I do? Yeah, People you're so used to you, it. You couldn't access that. That's, yeah. that's strange. That's yeah, strange. Yeah. So that was odd. But then when I got to Hong Kong, it's just probably one of my favorite places in the whole world. Mm. Loved it. And uh, like I said, shout out to Alex and those guys. They took care of me every night, took us out to restaurants, uh, um, took us out to like dope touristy spots. And he took me to, like what Alex would like to say, is every time we saw something that's like classically Hong Kong, mm. we're like, yo, this is the OG shit. <laughs> So every time we're like, yo, this is OG shit, OG shit, OG shit. So that became a little phrase for the trip. But he took me to like some amazing spots. Um, and yeah, uh, had we had such a great time. The same with Singapore. Amazing. Uh, clubs were dope in all the places. But mm. I think meeting these people that I've had an online relationship mm. has been really good. Yeah. Um, uh, Singapore was incredible. The shopping was super dope there. There was a shopping center we found called the uh, Mustafa Center, mm. which is basically somewhere where you can get like tennis balls, and like boxer shorts and shoelaces all in one place. And it's open 24 hours, yeah. which is crazy. Um, that was amazing. Perth was a little bit boring. Okay, yeah. So I don't know if it's because we were so used to uh, coming from Hong Kong and Singapore where like it's a late night life. Mm. Whereas when we went to Perth, it seemed like everything shut down at five. Okay. So like we were walking around for ages trying to look food, look for mm. food, we couldn't find anywhere. So we had to rent bikes from the hotel to go biking to then find something and we found right. McDonald's <laughs> so we of had McDonald's course. in the end obviously find McDonald's weather was incredible though really uh, nice the yeah. beaches were cool yeah I remember um, you was... and we saw a koala of course and a kangaroo 
And a kangaroo. So, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. So trip was amazing. Uh, nice. Lots more to talk about the trip. I don't want to kind of bore people, but I had yeah. a great time. Hong Kong is definitely my favorite place. Shout out to Hong Kong. I really want to move there. Love to do that. Um, then got back. Um, so New Year's in Perth, Christmas in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, I saw Star Wars out there. Oh yeah, of course. That was cool. That was cool. Um, and also, yeah, then got back from the trip. And then a week later, I was off to bloody Paris. Oh yeah. Not Paris. as in bloody Paris. And I just, not bloody Paris. And, you know, <laughs> bloody Paris. Yeah, yeah. Which was amazing. So shout out to the Hoodwood guys as well for bringing me out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wonderful crowd. Um, if people have seen the videos, like people are really getting into it. I did see uh, those, yeah. And yeah, it was a really nice place. They took us to uh, an amazing brunch place. Um, and yeah, had a great time in Paris. Got back. And then um, booking things for Portugal and Berlin coming up soon. That's right. Uh, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes at the moment with FBR, man. We've been talking to some really interesting people. That's very good. So um, got some really good things. I mean, I'm talking about the podcast because I feel like with the podcast, we're around friends. Mm. So I'm kind of open with that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. Whereas I don't want to kind of announce stuff just on social media for the sake of it. No, but no, no. yeah, making some really good conversation. Sorry, having good conversations with people, talking to some great people. And also, I can't believe I haven't so- and said this. So we only went and bloody sold uh, a song to uh, Puma and Bape oh, yeah. for a video, which yeah. was amazing. It reached out to us. Very so good. Um, I went to the Puma head office, had a chat with those guys, got some free trainers. I'm wearing one of the lovely trainers now. Nice. Nice, nice. Shout out to Puma. Shout out to Puma. Very Uh, good. Hopefully going to be working with Converse on a few things soon. And then this event I'm doing in uh, Germany is only for bloody Adidas. Oh my God, mate. <laughs> so they've already said to me, like, mate, what's your size? We got you kind of thing. So I'm like, shit. But I, I better not tell him that I don't wear Adidas really much, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it was funny. I went to the Puma uh, head office. Um, I was wearing uh, my Jordans. So the uh, was like, mate, we're going to sort you out. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be wearing those around here. So yeah, so it's good. I'm not trying to name drop, but like life is like, I can see a considerable difference from January last year mm. to this year. Like mm. so much has happened in the year. Um, yeah I mean like this is again you know this is one of the things as well like I think we've said this before but it's weird when you take that and you look back yeah at yeah. this point you know yeah. you get things like time hop and stuff oh, like that yeah, on social media and whatever and they can point you in that direction but like even when you just retrospectively go of course I mean I think this time last year I was going to DJ in Newcastle for the first time mm. and I actually went there for a friend of mine and it wasn't paid that much but I wanted to go to Newcastle anyway mm. and um, the party was okay like it wasn't as busy as we wanted it to be but it was a Future Beats event in Newcastle like yeah. they're not really big on that music just yet mm. but you know from doing that starting off the year I remember being so excited that I'm going to Newcastle for the first <laughs> time in my life mm. you know, little did I know I'd end the year in freaking Australia path you know, side of the world yeah do you know what I mean like it's crazy and now the fact that we're having emails with people like Converse mm. like these Adidas guys mm. like you know having just you know Puma and Bape used one of our songs from FBR mm-hmm. on a promo video which is crazy yeah so all this stuff has happened you know and, and, and even now I'm getting emails from promoters that I never thought I'd work with and I feel like more and more people are taking my meetings now whereas before they weren't mm. really you know and so I, I know people say a lot changes in a year but fucking changes a yeah, lot yeah no, definitely yeah you know, i mean like in the space of 12 months you've gone from you know um uh, from where you were yeah to where i am now to where you are now yeah so ladies and gents stick with it yeah, keep doing man. what you're doing i mean that is that is definitely the moral of that story yeah, keep, keep going man so yeah we're pushing a lot of things on fbr as well um got some really great music coming out mm. um reaching out to more and more like young up and coming producers because you want to kind of showcase the talent um so we're working on that so if you are listening to podcasts you make music you want us to release it, send it over, let me know. So let me check it because I'd love to hear it, see mm-hmm. what's good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of been my time, man. That's kind of what's happened in, in a nutshell. That's 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 a big old nutshell. How many bars did I spit then, bro? Did I, quick, did I spit quite a few bars? 
well, I've only got times up now, so oh, you got good. times. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing bars anymore. <laughs> That's all good, though, man. So, Amir, what else would you like to talk about? So, on this podcast, we kind of decided before. Sorry to disappoint you, but we're going to mention it now because we're hoping you've pressed play already and you're going to listen to the thing now. Mm. But um, we just thought we'd do this as a po- little podcast just to catch up with you guys, let, let you know what's been happening on our side, mm-hmm. what we're hoping to do this year, mm-hmm. um, and then we've got some in depth, in depth things to talk about in the next couple of podcasts because we, we don't want to make it boring we don't want to kind of have to keep uh, going over the same thing again and again and again uh, you know you can't be doing that no because we want to make it more exciting for you guys we want to um, give you that value yeah we try to we, we try to um, so if there is anyone you think we should speak to or you'd like us to speak to just let us know right look we like comments write comments yeah. yeah we love comments we do love comments yeah, we, do, we do like it we do like it I like so that's comments that's cool so what did you want to talk about Amir Music before we carry well before we actually start wrapping everything up properly um, podcast's not ending just yet don't worry but <laughs> just what, yeah just just hold tight guys yeah. hold tight so what did you want to talk about my friend so I thought it was important to talk about this because you know as you will remember a few episodes ago um, I spoke to you about you know uh, one of the things that I was very proud of yes uh, an achievement that I had and uh, you know it was a personal achievement yeah and that was that I quit smoking oh uh, yes and I want to bring that up again because being the dickhead that you are because being the dickhead that I are because you I clearly are, didn't listen to Don't I Be a Dickhead did you no I didn't listen to that episode <laughs> I'm, I must say retrospectively I must go back to it I'm not trying to call you dickhead it's really rude like, to say no, that no, but no, no, you know no. <laughs> um, but I failed in my attempt to stop smoking right i like how you pause that that, that was a pregnant pause wasn't it it was a very <laughs> however um i think it's important to talk about this stuff no i 100% i fully agree with you because i could go on, i could have not mentioned this in this podcast of course you couldn't have. um I, but I like then, the, i like the transparency but someone would have <laughs> seen me smoking in the street and yeah, goes, oh you dickhead this guy though <laughs> so this no. guy's telling me one <laughs> nah yeah but on the real though yeah I think it's important to talk about these things and I, the reason why I think it's important is because everybody fails of course I've failed numerous times at tasks at uh, just life in general I feel um, and I guess Again, I shouldn't have brought into the conversation because I'm assuming what you're going to say next no, is we shouldn't let that stop what we want to try and do next, isn't it? Not because we all. all do fail and we carry ourselves, brush, brush ourselves off and carry on, basically. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I think I think one of the reasons that this this podcast has been so great, if I, don't, if I do say so myself. Toot toot, obviously. <laughs> to, you know. um, is because it's given uh, people a kind of real perspective as to what goes on yeah that's what i've always wanted to be like because i find that online everyone's views are skewed aren't they whereas very much so because you know you only ever see someone yo man's in the studio in it making beats and bars man's got bars in it (laughs) and then uh, you know they put a song out whatever and people like oh man this guy was just in the studio now he's got a song with 100k Mm. plays Mm -hmm. oh he's doing this he's doing that they don't see everything else and obviously what we're trying to do is show everything that goes on Mm -hmm. behind the scenes Mm -hmm. not necessarily goes on behind the scenes but we're trying to give you advice to keep you going mm-hmm. and also we're telling you that look sometimes things might not go your way mm-hmm. um, but you've got to keep moving I guess right That's mm-hmm. what we, I think we discussed this in a podcast before didn't we yeah we did um, 
but I think I think the key is really you know like I said I could, I didn't have to mention no, it no of course and you know being transparent and being the honest person that I am of because course. I am an honest person yeah, you and are. that you doesn't are. make me you know a bad person no it actually makes me quite a good one um but um I think it's important to mention failure like complete failure yeah um because it's actually more common yeah than a lot of people think it is of course i mean um it is that saying isn't it where uh it's how many times you fail it's how many times you keep going or something whatever the, however the saying yeah goes. it's not how you, many times you get knocked down yeah, it's, how many it's times so cliche i'm saying I, did, I watched creed the other day as well oh yeah you said that was quite decent it was actually. all right man i, oh. I, I think I, still, I did get a bit pumped up all right it. man i'm gonna have to watch that yeah it's good um but yeah no uh, it happens a hell of a lot mm. and i think people especially nowadays are very hard on themselves because online like we just said you you have a very skewed view of everyone else mm -hmm. because a lot of people are very quick to um document I guess is the word their success yeah. but not document the struggle That's people right. will never show an empty fridge or nope. arguing with their partner nope. falling out over music or, mm -hmm. or what they believe in or they won't show their bank balance exactly you know, they won't show any of that all they're going to show exactly. you always is yo man's has made it yeah. you know, I've, I've seen this loads of times you know and then when people other people look at things like numbers is a big thing recently like I've had this whole thing on, on social media where I've started kind of you know before I used to use numbers as um, a way of seeing how well you're doing with the number of plays and stuff you mm -hmm. have, or reposts or retweets mm -hmm. and things. But really and truly, I just felt that those numbers don't genuinely mean shit, do they? No. Because you could be someone who uh, makes amazing music, but yet only 10 people are hearing your stuff. But mm -hmm. then I know plenty of people that I, I don't think are very good. For example, people like Young Thug, for example. I know mm -hmm. he's like completely the opposite. You know Young Thug, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So people like him, like, I don't know how he's doing what he's doing mm. and what he's getting. Mm. I don't know if it's a joke. <laughs> or what it is but, but but not even that but I know producers but I, there's producers that I think aren't putting out great music but they mm -hmm. have a hell of a lot of followers and mm -hmm. a hell of a lot of plays mm -hmm. um, but to me that doesn't gauge quality no not at all you know not at all and, and that's what I find so I'm trying to move away from that mm -hmm. and not worry about that but then sometimes it's hard to um, because even I'm not going to lie even with the podcast when I look at some other podcasts and they've got like 20, 30,000 plays I'm racking like, up them I'm like but all you're talking about is celebrity gossip mm. you're talking about the new Kim Kardashian mm -hmm. thing or you're talking about what Kanye said to Wiz Khalifa mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how are you racking up all these plays and mm. stuff but unfortunately there is a market for that yeah there so, is so what we're trying to do is we're trying to show the other side of it because I know how hard it can be on people as well of course like I mean myself as you know we've discussed on a podcast before when a, a few months back when I um, wasn't feeling too good about what I was doing. Like mm. I wanted to basically shut down and mm. you're the one who actually helped me get through it all mm. by talking to me and things and breaking things down and pushing me forward. Mm. Um, that's what we're trying to do with everyone else. Like just basically say, if you feel like you are failing or you're not doing something as good as it can be, or you've had something really good and what you're doing now hasn't worked. Mm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, that's very much it. You know, like the way that I see it is it, very simply Failure is a part of any process of, of growth. But I find failure is only... Well, basically, you can turn failure around if you learn something from it. Because mm. immediately, as soon as you That's learn exactly something from it. one thing... You've got to take the lesson. Yeah, as soon as you learn something from it, then immediately you've gained from that. Exactly. You've done before. It becomes a lesson. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly it. So yeah. I, I guess that's the point. I mean, obviously with smoking, it's a bit different because you know you shouldn't smoke. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's, I, I understand. As a non-smoker, I mean, I can't fully understand because mm. I'm a non-smoker, but mm. as someone like yourself, 
I know you are trying. And it's not mm. something you can give up just like that. Mm-mm. But it happens though, isn't it? But mm-hmm. the fact that you could sit there, beat yourself up about it. You I could, know. You, yeah. could, you could not tell me or not tell anyone. Mm. Kind of try to do hiding, which makes things even more yeah, awkward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is not you know, uh, Excuse me. <laughs> why do you sell them smell of smoke, sir? Yeah, why do you keep disappearing for a couple of minutes? <laughs> What's going on in the cold and shit? No, but uh, I think because of that, um, you know, that's something you have to deal with yourself. But you're yeah. basically saying failure is a day-to-day thing. I think, I think this is the thing, right? It's so funny... And it's really good that you mention particularly things like social media because, mm. like we said before, social media allows you to paint a perfect picture of how you would like to frame your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? So you would like to show people that you have this car and these clothes and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But they don't, in via social media, most of the time, they don't know everything that's going on in your life. So of you course. get to vet and put on whatever you want. Mm. Now... That's why success is, you know, so well lauded and, you know, highly recognized. And everyone's like, oh, he's so successful and this, that and the next. But they don't really see the other aspect of what's going on because no one just clicks their fingers and is successful. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think people are afraid to talk about their failures. and But but sometimes, oh, not even talk about the failures, I find sometimes what people do is if they fail, to go online, say something about it, yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. You know, that argue, I don't want to do it anymore, kind yeah. of thing. You know, we, I think we do live in that kind of society where people... I think the thing is, and this is, I think this is the reason why I mention it, is because people can learn from your failures. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the concepts that we had back when we started. Because, mm. you know, what we said to each other pre-podcast was like you know if we kind of knew the things on where not to fuck up basically yeah 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 uh then we would have got to where we wanted to be faster yeah 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 and you know i'm using the example of me failing smoking which is a very personal thing of course yeah yeah you know um people fail at all sorts of things every single day and you know i think rather than be ashamed of your failure um Obviously, learn from it, yeah, um, and teach someone about what it meant to you, yeah. Of and course. I think that's, I think that's why I brought it up. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, um, of course. And whether it's to do with smoking or not, yeah. The bottom line is that you are going to fail. Oh, no yeah, one course. succeeds a hundred percent of the no, time. Never. I mean, that's you're very lucky. Yeah. Well, I mean, and even then, yeah. Like you know, me and you have said before. You know, there's there's musicians, producers, artists that we admire. Do we really think that every one of their beats or every one of their songs is a success? No, of course, of yeah. course it's not. No, of course not. They Actually, were, bar Kate Trinada. But I, I just think his stuff's amazing. But the stuff that he puts out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The stuff that he puts out. We don't see anything behind. The exactly. Yeah, no, no, of course, of course. And so that's exactly the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. There'll be there'll be times when he has sat down. Yeah, of course. I'm and sure. he's gone and made something and he's gone, exactly. wow, that's oh, a pile of boo. Yeah. But he's forgot about it. And moved on and did the other thing, yeah. And moved on, he's learnt from it. Yeah. Um and I think that's the thing to take away. Yeah, I mean, I, I could tell you plenty of times when uh I've DJed somewhere and it hasn't worked out for whatever reason. Yeah. And I've lost bookings or uh, even more recently with the show, I've had ideas or promo ideas and the show hasn't been promoted properly. The numbers haven't been as high. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's always like, shit, what am I doing wrong? But mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? 
I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I don't follow up on this guy, or mm-hmm. I didn't do the research. And it's again, it's it's. I know it's obvious, but we're just trying to hit the the nail on the head. We're just saying, look, you know what? If you do fail at something, just get up off your fucking ass and mm. do do what you can do and learn from that. So don't you know? Don't let that stop you because we're all gonna going to the gym. For example, we're all yeah. gonna be like, oh, I don't feel like going today. Yeah. All right, cool. If you don't want to go, then don't go. But tomorrow, mm. get your ass up and go. Mm. If it's smoking, if you do feel like a little, you know, I need to do something, mm. then try to fight off for a bit mm-hmm. or whatever you can do. If it's putting off projects because you're scared of failing, mm-hmm. then how are you gonna fail if you don't even have anything? Then we've just told you that's the point. If you learn something from failing, you mm-hmm. haven't failed. Exactly. You know, and that's the one thing that I find from a lot of people that I speak to. A lot of people. Um, are very scared to start something because they're scared of failing. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I've been the same. I've the, been the same too. Yeah, completely. Hundred percent. Yeah. You've been like, oh, you know what? Yeah. And you know, and that same. Like, I'm, I'm working on a Sateki part two right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. And um, I put it off for such a long time. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh man, you know what? I'm not going to make it as good as the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get as many plays. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs won't be the same, whatever. I thought, no, do you know what? I found my start off point and now I'm adding to it. I've been making it and fingers crossed it should be ready to drop on the 14th. I might delay it by a couple of days only because all these other fuckboy DJs all drop mixtapes on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, man, of yeah, course. I'm thinking, I don't want to be a part of that kind of, okay. you know, that rush. So I might drop it a couple of days later, but um, still... I'm going to do it and I'm going to put it out there mm. and it's going to be a very personal mix like the first Tateki was mm-hmm. as well um, and see what happens if it gets 5,000 plays hey I'll be lucky if mm-hmm. it gets 100 plays I'll be happy mm-hmm. because there's people there that will hear that mix and they know what it's about because mm-hmm. since day one people have been hitting me up saying yo when's part two coming for this mix yeah of course and they know it's a special thing to me so mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm just going to see what happens and if it if it doesn't do well then hey do you know what it serves me right for waiting two years to release it <sighs> damn right that, yeah. that, you know that's it kind of thing so no I mean I hear that and I think it's important for everyone who is listening to you know um, not be scared of failure yeah and to just take responsibility if you do fail for yeah. where you uh, where your shortcomings were yeah, yeah, and, for sure. And learn from that. Yeah, I mean, like, if, <laughs> if you've got, like, a project due and you're doing it on the last day and yeah. it sounds crap, that's obviously it's your fault. Exactly. You know, so you can't exactly. sit there and blame external yeah. factors. It's your fault. Yeah. Unless, obviously, you've got things going on in the week. But then, again, you could blame yourself for not, I guess, budgeting your time, right? I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, or just managing. Managing is the yeah. word. Actually, managing is actually the word I'm looking yeah. for. Thanks for yeah. making yeah. sound like a dickhead. No, that's cool. No, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime, I got you, man. Um, but yeah, if you manage your time properly, mm-hmm. that's down to that. So um, we all get lazy, especially after the Christmas break. Oh, and then man. We, you know, we're all so used to lazy. Yeah, so we're all like, you know, now it's about getting back into it. I mean, like, right, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. Um, and don't be scared of like not getting numbers or getting rejected because a lot of the times I've spoken to people recently. I mean, I was having a chat with a young man yesterday about this, um, and he was saying to me how. If because he doesn't have lots of plays on his SoundCloud page, mm. other people won't check for it because mm. he's like, oh, well, if you haven't got 10,000 plays, who yeah. are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I remember when Kate Renata had 500 followers on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I remember that. This And this is the thing, right? Because everyone starts somewhere. Everyone like starts no somewhere. one's, no one's, no one comes, comes onto but SoundCloud then, and has 100,000 followers. I said to him, are you putting music up on the SoundCloud page? He goes, no, because I'm worried no one's going to like it or check mm, it. But I said, well, the the, there's the circle, isn't it? You've got to give you them the chance. Any, you don't put anything up, no one's going to check it out because you're not putting a product out. If it fails, so what? Yeah. Who cares, man? Just put that thing out and learn from it. You know, I've put out everything a show I've put out. I've not, no, sorry, 
all, of all the shows I put out, there's loads I'm not happy with. Mm-hmm. Whether I haven't spoken enough, I've spoken too much, mm. the music hasn't been great or whatever, but I've still put it out because mm-hmm. I'm wanting you guys to hear it mm. and I want to put it out. And there's been times, like even the latest, like I think show 101 or 102, the people are like, oh yeah, Complexion, man. I used to listen to the show all the time, but now it sucks. Mm. I don't like it no more because mm. the music's this. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Mm. But like, you know, there's other people that do like it. Yeah. And when I said to them, like, well, what's wrong? What don't you like? They never got back to me. Mm. So, you know, but music is changing. Mm-hmm. You know, Future Beats isn't Future Beats anymore. I mean, even with the show, it's hard now, man. I mean, I, I went from being the only Future Beats show on a Sunday yeah. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Not Obviously, Selection's been doing way longer than I mm-hmm. have. But um, now there's like six on a Sunday. Wow. So it's just like, from nobody liking this music to everyone liking this music, mm. it makes it harder to stand out. Yeah, of you course. Know, and I've seen, the, you know, the numbers, some of the numbers have taken a bit of a hit mm-hmm. because now if I have a brand new song, there's six other stations playing it. Mm. But the thing, like I always say to everyone, no matter numbers or promotion or followers or anything, you can only be you. Yeah. You, you know, that's the mo- most unique thing about you. Mm-hmm. So don't make it about um, trying to copy other people. Mm. or that. If you're yourself and you get followers or you get fans and you get people checking your stuff out from, from you being you and being real, then you're good because mm. that's one thing that's always going to carry on with you. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah, no, no, no one can be you because no one is you. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there may be people that copycat you. Yeah, of course. There may be people that, you know, try and do whatever, but... But it's all good because I'm, I'm happy that the sound's getting out there. You know, like mm-hmm. the producers, I'm like, yo, do you know what? I remember when everyone wanted to, be, to sound like Kate Renata mm. and then afterwards, I don't know if you heard his stuff on it, but everyone wanted to sound like Sam Gellitry. Yes. In the future scene, yeah. like everyone yeah. wanted to sound like yeah. him and we're only just getting out of the phase now, mm. you know, and it happens because everybody's like, oh, if I sound like him, he's making it. Yeah. I can get that as well. Mm. But I think that's not true to your style. It's nah. not true to your sound. Nah. So why are you trying to do that? Yeah. Because they're scared of putting their own stuff out and failing. Mm. Like we discussed this briefly earlier um, with Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca. Mm, shout out. Uh, that, you know, we both, I didn't know you had a lisp when you were younger. So we both had this speech therapy. Yeah, we about we that. just found this out. Yeah, we right. both had, yeah. And it's crazy that we both do things now where our voices are some of our main things that, that mm-hmm. are selling points. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's crazy. And the thing is, if I wasn't doing radio or if I didn't um, feel confident, and if I didn't, or if I wasn't scared of being taken the piss out of, basically, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done any of this because I used mm-hmm. to hate talking when I was younger because I hated my voice. Yeah, and I still don't like the sound of it. Yeah, it's voicemail syndrome. Isn't yeah, it? of course, that's it's what like, it is. You yeah. leave a voicemail and then like you listen back to it. You're and like, you oh go, god, I sound like yeah. Do I no, really sound like that? When I listen that? back to the show, even now, when I start talking, I'm like, I'll forward this shit. Quick, quick. <laughs> I, I can't listen. I hate listening to myself. Yeah, but people. I, when I sound like a complete douchebag, they compliment me on my voice and they yeah. like the way I talk, yeah. they like yeah. the radio show, whatever. Apart from one dickhead guy I met in Nottingham, he was like, mate, you don't sound from London, you sound foreign. You should have referred him to our episode, Don't Be a Dickhead. Yeah, basically, yeah. I can yeah. make this one's about you, and it, basically. <laughs> a dickhead. That's like, you fucking racist prick. Do you know what I mean? Um, no, but yeah, no, absolutely. And, and again, you, it, yeah, sorry, but... No, I mean, like, it's, it's like, what you say is completely relevant and it's important, I reckon... For people to know that, you know, if you fail, you fail. And yeah. it's never that big a we deal. We spoke about this briefly before, about like the fear crippling you and stopping you from doing things, yeah. isn't it? So basically, that happens. Yeah. I can't stop saying basically. That does happen. <laughs> um, and you are very scared of moving. Yeah. But after the conversation I had with this young man yesterday as well, um, that's what I felt like. He was scared to put his music out because he was then obviously worried about everything else and yeah. hold you back, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That does stop you from doing anything. Uh, so And no, that does remind me actually. I um I gave a I gave a uh, keynote speech. Oh God is talking everyone spoke about this uh, yet, have we? Yeah. Uh, no. 
I gave a keynote speech at um, York St. John University, right. and the, the music production course there is run by um, uh, by two or three people who used to teach me when I was at, at the College of Music in over in Leeds. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Leeds and York aren't really that far from okay. each other, about 40 minutes on train. Cool. Um, and so some of, the, some of the teaching squad moved over to York St. John's University. And I went up there um, kind of middle of last month and... Um, spoke to people gave a keynote speech yeah. about you know you know just my career and yeah, all yeah. of that kind of stuff and how i got to where i was and all of that kind of stuff and um we broke off and did master classes yeah and a lot of them had stuff to say which was very technical okay um but even though you know i have knowledge technical knowledge so on and so forth and that has helped me in life uh, I try and take a more of a philosophical look at things, yeah. uh, particularly when it comes to music. Yeah. So picking up on what you were saying in your conversation with this this young man that you had, anytime I meet someone and they say to me, oh, how can I stand out as a mix engineer? I think that's what I find da, always. Da, 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 a lot da. of the times it is always, how do I stand out, isn't it? That's yeah, the one thing like I there's always... a lot of people like vying for the same jobs yeah, and so yeah, on yeah. and so forth. I said to myself, look, Put it this way, let's look at the world of mixing and mix engineering, and you can apply this to a world of probably any other creative, you know, career or whatever. Um, there's more than one main mixing engineer in the world. Across yeah. radio, there's probably about six or seven main mix engineers, right, right. right? Who mix all of the big tracks. Yeah. Why would one person choose to go to one specific engineer and then go to another specific engineer and so on and so forth? It's because of their taste. Yeah, of course. And I don't mean the taste of the person who goes to the mix engineer. I mean the mix engineer's taste. Right, yeah, yeah. So let's apply that to a creative designer, yep. like a graphic designer, someone yep. who's a writer, someone who's so on and so forth, right? People come to you because you are you. Yeah. Because you uniquely experience the world in a specific way. Yeah. For instance, you and I, great friends, many crossovers yeah, when it comes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not as great as we seem, huh? Um, no. Um, but, you know, many crossovers in terms of the music that we listen to. Of course. But also many differences in the music that yeah. we listen yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. And yeah. that makes each of us unique. Yeah. And that makes our taste unique. Of course. Um, and I always say to people who say, oh, how do I stand out? Blah, 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 blah. Yes, have the technical knowledge. Or yes, make amazing drawings, illustrations, music, da, 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 da. Yeah. But also just be you because there's no one else that can be you. That's what I've said completely. You know, like if everyone, well, in this producing scene, there was a, there's a guy called Young Lean. Mm -hmm. who's pretty big and he made this whole sad boy culture very popular yeah. so a lot of these producers became like that but I'm mm. thinking if you're all sad boys who's the real sad boy man yeah, Right? who's the saddest of them all yeah do you know what I mean it's just like if you're yourself I mean that's one thing I really pride myself on and I don't care if I sound like a dickhead but the one thing I do pride myself on is that I am me mm -hmm. how you hear me on the show is how I am in real life you know mm -hmm. I love Transformers I like my video games I read my comics um, you know how I talk then and just how I talk to people in real life mm -hmm. Um, I don't try to be stuck up. I don't try to be something I'm not. Mm. And if people like that, they're more inclined to me. Maybe this is why people do, I'm not saying like talking to me, but they do want to talk to me mm. because they maybe they can gather that I am how I am online. It's how I'm in real life. Mm -hmm. I don't try to hide behind a character. I don't try behind, behind. No, of course you can't. No, because like there's only one me. I'm not saying I'm amazing at anything, but I've got where I've got by not 
taking these shortcuts mm-hmm. by taking risks and mm-hmm. believing in what I do and mm-hmm. pushing what I what I believe in. You know, like yeah, whether exactly. it's the boiler rooms or whether it's his tour or anything, I didn't pretend to be anything else. And sometimes it hasn't worked the way you wanted no, it to work. Not. And you class that as a failure. Of course. I mean, um, very quickly to, to interrupt you there. Like no, that's I, cool. I wanted, like we've been doing this show for about two years now. Mm. In all fairness, I honestly thought we'd be on a bigger station by now. Mm. You know, and it's one discussion I've had with the team mm. that we wanted to be on a bigger station, a, a more legit station. I wouldn't say legit because Westside's cool, it takes care of us. Mm. But I mean like a known station. Yeah. You know, we wanted to do more, but we're not there yet. Does that mean that we failed? No, because I've got opportunities that other people haven't got. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't know people that are getting paid to fly to the other side of the world to DJ. I don't know people that are working with three different brands in a space of like two months. Exactly. You know, no one I know is doing that. Exactly. At the moment. So things have a way of working, not working themselves out. But if you keep moving forward mm-hmm. and you keep pushing it and you don't be sorry and you're not scared of failing, mm. these opportunities will arise and will come, won't they? Mm. They will happen. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, whatever, like something, if you keep it moving, opportunities do present themselves and you'll find more and more people will open up to you and be more inclined to talk to you yeah. and and respect your work ethic, I guess. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to be said for that. And there's a lot to be said for the people that come back from failures as well. Yeah. We always see people, whether that's in celebrity culture, in sports or where, whatever, they've, they've had a, a, you know, a huge setback. Yeah, yeah. Um, which could be classed as a failure in, in most cases, and and they come back and people respect them for actually taking the stage again. Yeah, whatever that stage is, if of that's course. you know the sports field or blah da 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 da. Of course. Um, and there's a lot to be said for the character that you develop via your failures as well. This is what I was actually about to say. You I know, mean, yeah, like you, I mean, you know it as well as I do. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of these situations they give you something that you can't buy. Exactly. You can't just get, you know, they, de- exactly. they definitely add to your character, add to your experiences. Mm-hmm. And I can promise you, you'll be very glad for having these experiences. I mean, again, when I was talking to this young man yesterday, um, I w- one thing I said to him, which uh, even struck a chord with me, I was like, you guys are seeing what I've done in the last two years. And to you in the last two years, I've traveled a, a pretty like decent amount of miles um, in terms of DJing and I've worked with brands, uh, boiler rooms, these gigs and everything, but you haven't seen what I was doing 14 years before that. Exactly. Or 13 years before that. You haven't seen all of that. Mm-hmm. You have seen it. Mm-hmm. But I used to get paid like, you know, £10 to DJ mm-hmm. for an hour somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. £10 uh, is like 15 bucks. Exactly. 16 bucks. Nothing. And, and I used to split that with my MC. That's right. You know, I, I used to do that. I used to travel up and down the country. Um, which, a story we're going to definitely talk in a podcast in the future is when me and you and uh, another a person we know had to DJ in North London and we ran out of petrol on the way home. We've done that one, right? I, I don't think we've spoken about that. I swear we have. And well, we didn't have a listen we, back. And we didn't have money to pay I'll for the petrol. You know, like, even things like that, we've done all this. Yeah. And these guys haven't seen that. So I'm thinking, if you guys have got money to buy controllers yeah. and plugins and things, yeah. you're already doing way better than I was doing. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, th- and this is it, not to sound like an old farm no. or anything <laughs> like that, but you know, if we look at the technology that uh, is available to us today, yeah, um, we didn't have a single thing compared to that. But you know what, though? I think uh, what it is now, I think the problem is, again, it's social media. In the se- Social media is great, don't get me wrong. Mm. But I find the problem we have with people is sometimes you can have all the equipment or you can have nothing, but it's when you compare yourself to someone else on social media. Yeah. And you see that and then you think, oh my God, they're doing this, they're doing that. Mm. They've done this, they've done that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard not to. Mm-hmm. I compare myself all the damn time, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
And as soon as you do that, you've automatically lost because you don't know the hard work. You're just seeing one tip of what they've done. Mm-hmm. And this is when, I, I guess this feeds back into failure, when failure starts really hurting, when it can cripple you, can't mm. even, you're like, oh, I don't want to do a thing. Yeah, Just want to sit here, don't want to work yeah. on music, my music's yeah. not good enough, yeah. isn't good enough. And again, you go to social media, sit there, tap, 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 oh, mm. fuck my music, mm. fuck this, mm. fuck this, <laughs> you know, and you're not doing yourself any favors, bro. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. I think, I think that's, I think that's the bottom line. You aren't doing yourself any favors. Yeah. And you know, to be honest, you know, just to wrap this one up, um, as human beings, as adults, we just need to take responsibility. Yeah, I think so. And all we need to do is go, okay, that didn't work out how I wanted it to. Yeah. Where did I fuck up in this situation? And how can I make it better next time? Yeah, that's it. Like every, like we've, like the underlining point of this podcast I guess is every failure can be turned around and you can learn from it if you decide to learn from it yeah. and take something from it that's all it is absolutely and, man you know yeah that's I think I guess that's the that's the point that's, really, isn't it that's that's so listen man let me just tell you on a personal level I'm gonna stop smoking again no that's cool and this time is it's gonna last Ho- a hell of a lot well longer. hopefully it will last <laughs> no, it will last longer and then if you do mess up again, then you'll you smoke for a little while mm. and then you'll quit again and it'll hopefully last longer than that. It's better than not smoking that entire period when I've given up. Well, I I, I don't know about that. I don't know how the science works. But well, I mean, like, the no, less cigarettes no, but you I smoke, mean, the, the thing better. is, like, if you're working to do it, then you're, 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 you know, you're working and you're right. Like, I know people that, as we discussed earlier, um, that are chain smokers, mm. you know, and you're not doing that, which is great. Um, and yeah, and I think, you know, you've learned from it and you'll pick yourself up and you'll be like, all right, cool. Do you know what? I'm going to try not to smoke this time. I'm going to try to smoke this week. I'm going to try to smoke this month. And now it's going to be two months, three months, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. And then you might smoke again. But hey, do you know what? If you do, you do. Like, it's, again, I'm not a smoker, so I can't fully say how it is. Mm-hmm. But the reason I'm talking about smoking, obviously, because you can relate to it. You yeah. Know? But this relates to anything in life. You of know? course. Like, that's the, and, that's the, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're scared about putting your music out or your project out or your artwork out or a blog piece out or mm-hmm. photographs up, whatever, don't be mm-hmm. a dickhead. Just put it up, man. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to because ultimately, just remember this, particularly with that stuff, not with smoking, but particularly with that stuff, if you don't give people a chance to like it, then they're not going to like it. Yeah. Or dislike it. Yeah. But they're not going to like it or dislike it. And therefore you get no feedback. And then you can never grow as a person. And you can never Mm, grow or move forward. Yeah. And you know, yeah, don't, don't, don't be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared. um, As they say, um, of failing. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, that's where the lessons lie. Yeah. And I think you're completely right there, man. So um, I think on that note, Amir, music, should we wrap this up? Let's bring them home, man. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks for sure. We um, will. And uh, in the meantime, make sure you hit up him at Amir Music uh, on Twitter, double A-M-I-R Music. Uh, you can hit me up at Complexion on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to this and you do like it, please leave some comments because we like to know if we're doing a good job or not. Of you course. might say, look, you know, you guys are talking so much nonsense. You waffle too much on this. <laughs> no, no, but it's cool. They it's can. true. Because then maybe next time we'll try to make it a bit tighter, but maybe people do like this free-flowing thing. Yeah, man. Because me and you literally had a quick one sentence discussion before we did this podcast yeah. and we just put this out there yeah. so again we have apologised if it's a little bit messy but we kind of like that's how we wanted to do it anyway hey man it's a tea party you know yeah exactly that's it I'm saying that I didn't drink any tea though this podcast yeah well you know I did have some before though so. we, exactly yeah, so you had your fill I had a pretty so good don't falafel don't complain as well. now falafel man green lanes in North London hey good. man I told you 
It's all right, dope man. spots. It's it's legit, man. It's legit. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back. In the meantime, uh, you know, Future Beat Show every Sunday, UK time, ten to twelve. Uh, you can check it out at Complexion on SoundCloud. Uh, Future Beats Rec as well. Got some really good music coming out. Mm. Uh, my Instagram is Complexion. Your Instagram is Amir Music. Yes, sir. I think that's it, really, isn't it? That's us, man. Oh, also, if you are in London, um, I'm playing with Sam Gelletry and Mr. Carmack on the. I want to say 12th, but you know what? I'm going to just double check. Just double my, check. My I'll, I'll, I'll just keep it going until yeah, then. Yeah, go on, do you think? So, yeah. What's happening, people? Oh, there we go. See, I did lie. On the 10th of February. 10th of February. 10th of February. At Where? the Laundry E8. It's East oh, London. the Laundry, yeah. yeah it's I, a good went, place. I, I went there for my birthday. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah so I'm playing it's with cool. Carmack and Sam Gelletry. Nice. That's going to be very fun. And then I'm in Berlin on March the 5th. But if everything goes to plan, we're going to have a podcast before then anyway. Yeah, we're, um, gonna, we're definitely going to have one before Yeah, then. yeah. And I've got some gigs coming up, so check it out. Also, uh, we're working on some stuff in New York as well, hopefully for April, May time. So my New York homies, hit me up. Let me know what's good. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. If there's anyone you think we should interview, please let us know. And as always, thank you so much for showing support to not only what I do, but not only what Amir does, but also the fact that we're doing this. I mean, we didn't even expect to get a hundred plays on this. Really. Damn, man. We didn't, you know, so now the fact Damn. that we're averaging like seven, eight, nine thousand plays per podcast, that's amazing. And again, it's not just about numbers, no. but what I like is the fact we're having so much positive responses from people like so many people have messaged me and said like you know what I was going to do this I listened to your podcast and it's inspired me to push it or to to do this this. so for that we're so we're forever grateful you know we've had some great connections with you guys man and just you know as ever don't be scared to reach out yeah no exactly Um, and also don't let failure stop you from doing anything because you could be the next big person man what you do and um, we wouldn't want something stupid like being scared or fair to hold you back because yeah, that's not the way things should be. Yeah, man. Don't 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 let it happen. Every every one that you respect now at some point was probably in your shoes or in worse shoes. Yeah, exactly. So, so thank you very much for listening as always. Thank you, man. And See then, you guys next and time. And we'll catch up with you soon. Take care. Much love. Peace. Peace.